Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hi, Catherine Avery here, Productivity by Design and the Uncluttered Office Podcast. So psyched to be here today, talking to you about planning, preparation, and productivity. How's that for a bunch of peas? So I'm just wondering, have you ever had a time when you felt like your life was a roller coaster? Those times you just kind of hold on and pray through the ride, right? I can tell you I've had weeks like that. <laughs> I've actually had months like that. It could be anything. It could be a family illness, or it could be that you're taking your teen off to college, and there's just a lot going on. If you're a small business owner, you may wonder, how do you manage to work in that situation? Well, I'm here to tell you that my secret is planning, having a calendar, and a team. So let's start with planning. If you want to make anything happen in your life, you have to write it down, and then you have to create a plan. Otherwise, life is going to just happen to you. (laughs) Who am I kidding? Life happens even when you have a plan. I know because I had cancer. If you have a plan and a vision for where you want to go in life, you can adjust your sales far more easily. I think one of the biggest lessons I learned during cancer was I didn't have everything set up so that I could make things work. And I'll never forget having to choose between working or taking care of my family. And of course, I was really no choice. I was going to continue to take care of my family while I was dealing with all the various cancer treatments, which were um, a lumpectomy, a radiation, and chemo. Whoops, not in that order. Chemo and then radiation. And it was pretty intense. But the fact is, having a plan and a vision was something that I put together not long after. So Mark Murphy in the Gender Gap and Goal Setting says, people who very vividly describe or picture their goals are anywhere from 1.2 to 1.4 times more likely to successfully accomplish their goals. So when you're planning, you're probably thinking to yourself, should I use digital or paper? And I'm going to tell you there's no right or wrong answer to this question. As Barbara Hemphill of the Productive Environment Network says, It's not about which system you should use. It's about which system you will use. So case in point, some people absolutely love the feel of a brand new planner. They can't wait to fill up the pages. They want to answer all the questions. They love to draw beautiful visions and margins. And that is so great. But I am not that person. I regularly explore new options of planners, mostly so I know what's out there for my clients but I really don't buy them. And that's because I know that in the past, I've given up as quickly as I started. And I'm really in a sort of decluttering phase of my life. But listen, if you have a favorite planner, I really want to hear about it. You never know, you might convince me. So I use Asana online for all of my project planning. There's all kinds of different 
software applications out there from Trello to Basecamp. Asana is free. It's pretty dang robust for a free platform. And it allows my team who's scattered all across North America to communicate with one, with one another. So we could have a project we're working on together and we can tell each other what's going on with the project right through Asana. I plug in all of my tasks um, from my calendar straight into Asana and then I assign them to me or a member of my team with a date. Couldn't be easier. So how do you plan? Well, that's a little bit of it, but let me start at the very beginning of planning. So once every three months, my mastermind group has a planning session where we write down our goals for the next quarter and then we map them out on a paper calendar. So what that means is I, well, first of all, I love to see everything laid out. We actually use color-coded post-it notes, which is so me. I absolutely love to color code things. So the great thing about using post-it notes on a calendar is you can move tasks around because life happens. Things come up. So in this past quarter, my goals were to build the sales funnel for my new program, sell at least five spots in the beta program, and then build the virtual end of my business by upping my game on LinkedIn. So if you look at that, my friend Lauren Allen would say, that's a build your empire goal and two pay the rent goals. Love those expressions. Each of these goals has action steps that are associated with it and we put deadlines to them. So I'll give you an example. If I'm selling the beta program, I needed to create a sales page, build a sales funnel, write the copy and create an automation within Active Campaign, which is a um, contact management system that allows you to send automated emails. I needed to promote it in some groups on social media. And then I had to write personal email, emails and messages to people who I thought would be interested um, and then do follow-up phone calls with them. The second step is to have a calendar. I'm an absolute fanatic about my calendar. I schedule everything from meetings, travel time to and from those meetings, when I exercise, when it's time to make sure my daughter's doing her homework, although she's in high school now, I'm really hoping I don't have to do that anymore. And any downtime, I would have my family, whether that's we're going to a concert or visiting a family member or birthday party or whatever you want to call it. Absolutely everything about my life goes into my Google Calendar. I am way more digital than I am analog. I need to know exactly where I need to be when. My phone is always with me. And the last thing I need is to remember one more thing in my brain because my brain is always overfull all the time. So knowing that I can put everything in my calendar, I get a little bing, and I'm aware of what's happening is just amazing. So now that physical calendar I created, I now take all those tasks and I input them into Google Calendar. That sounds a bit overwhelming and like it's double steps, but for me, I think really well on paper, and then I need to put those tasks into, actually, you know what? I put them into Asana, and then from Asana, they automatically upload into Google Calendar. I forgot about that. So there's, that's one reduced step. So from the paper planning stage on the calendar that's physically on my desk, I then move those goals into Asana with the assignments of who they are and when they're due. And then I have Asana set up to automatically populate my Google Calendar. Sorry. That's more set it and forget it than I had remembered. And I always work backwards from any of my deadlines. The last thing I wanna talk about is team. I mentioned my mastermind, and they're a crucial part of my team. They provide accountability, they generate creative ideas, and they're there to build me up when the going gets tough or to cheer the big wins. 
If you're a solopreneur, I highly recommend you find yourself a mastermind group. It's amazing, uh, the support and accountability. Also, I cannot run my business without my virtual admin. We have weekly strategy sessions where I hand off all those back office admin tasks that are not in my zone of genius at all. Then she sprinkles her magical fairy dust and the little elves get to work. I'm pretty sure that's not what really happens, but I know awesome happens and that all is all that matters. So I'll give you one more example. Let's say I'm doing a newsletter. I will type up the content. I file it in a folder in Dropbox. I try to remember to put photos in there. I've been building a photo database for our team. When I don't have a photo, we go to deposit photos where I have an account. Then her team uploads the info into a template, which I actually use MailChimp for that. And then they add the photos, make it pretty, and send me a draft that I edit. Of course, my handy calendar gives me a reminder on Monday and again on Wednesday to get the newsletter ready. Now remember, that's something that's input into Asana that goes off every week, and Asana sends that information to Google Calendar and pops up to me. Finally, I have a bookkeeper. She comes to my office about every four to six weeks, and she tackles that demon we also call QuickBooks. She makes sure that I properly report everything so I don't tick off the IRS. Thank goodness, because I'm not a fan of forms, of bookkeeping, or of going to jail. I really recommend, and I think I've talked about this in past podcasts, it's really important to hire people who are fantastic at what you are not and let them run with it. That being said, for those of you who are going to freak out that I have someone else running my books, I absolutely positively 100% know how to read spreadsheets, how to send out invoices. I know how to read a P&L. I know how to read an income statement and I'm aware of my cash flow. So not to worry. And I'm going to suggest this too. If you have someone doing your bookkeeping, you need to be paying attention to the money, uh, no matter how amazing and fantastic and wonderful they are. My bookkeeper is amazing. Nonetheless, at any rate, I'd be lying if I said any of this was completely easy. I would say that once it's set up, it is, but it's the getting it set up. At any rate, if you asked my husband, he'd tell you that I'm been up at the computer working at crazy early hours this week. In fact, the sun is just rising outside of my home office now. Um, yes, it takes time and expertise to build a system that's right for you, but productive environment specialists such as myself can help you. With the optimal office space and systems you deserve, you can focus on smooth sailing with your goals, your business, and your life. I want that for you more than anything. So if this is something you're struggling with and you would like to know about how to set up your planning and your preparations so that you can be more productive, I would absolutely love it if you would give me a call. I'd also love it if any of this resonates with you, if you'd be willing to share my podcast with your friends and possibly leave a review. Reviews allow me to reach far more people and I'd just be incredibly grateful. So I hope this has been helpful for, t- for you today. I'm wishing you all success and I hope to see you in the surf. Be well. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.